Hello and welcome to You Like the Worst Stuff. Off the top, Wakanda Forever doesn't have a post-credit scene. Tony Sadowski. We used to be a country. A proper country. Joe Foreman. I kind of like the mid-credit scene. Like if you're listening to a podcast and they trap you with one of those mid-roll ads about a mattress or something. Folks, if you're like me, you're sending mail constantly and running out of stamps all the time. You also hate leaving your house. There are nasty people out there with COVID coughing all over you. That's why I use stamps.org. Stamps.org uh, is the greatest site in the world. Let me tell you, friends, it's going to save you. I'm Joe Haygood, and this is episode 466. The stuff you like is bad. The stuff we like is worse. You like the worst stuff. The pop culturally questionable podcast. Worsting it up since 2011. Press start in three, two, one. This week in questionable pop culture. The name Mastodon is flying around again and not the woolly mammoths kind. Uh, so we want to talk about Mastodon. Go to the Wayback Machine to what? April 2017? Yes, the Switch still had that new console smell. <laughs> Mine and still smells. There was a new Twitter contender on the scene. Let's let's go back. Explain to me beyond this being a band and an extinct uh, mammal, right? A mastodon. Yeah, what what is up with that? You is know, that just it, like is that just like Twitter's Ello? Like, what is going yeah, on there? Well. This is what at least the third Twitter competitor service Mastodon. Yeah. Um, we remember Ello. Remember, I think Peach was that. That was another one. Yes, I um, remember Peach. And uh, yeah, Mastodon seems to actually have got some traction. Nadon. Oh, uh, I figured. I figured they were just prepping for the inevitable end by by naming themselves after an extinct mammal. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know where the name came from, but uh, yeah, it's, it's apparently just run by like one dude who has a Patreon. Uh, but it's yeah, it's it's pretty much a a Twitter. Um, you there, it doesn't have uh, as strict a character limit. Um, and it straight up says in the terms of service that Nazis are not allowed. Hmm. So I I made an account. Um, I am Foreman on Mastodon.social, which, I mean, I gather that there are different uh, subdomains of it uh, that as, as it grew, they've had to kind of like fork it out into almost like different EverQuest shards. Uh, so I, I got in on Dot Social, which I think was the first one. Um, but I don't know how you hook up with people that are on other ones. Like uh, our our buddy Lloyd is on Mastodon Dot Rocks, and I don't know how we can talk to each other. Like it's <laughs> this is this is real this is real small. This is not Twitter scaled yet. But uh, the, the, have the, they the contacted interest- Nintendo? <laughs> the, the, I mean, what I've found interesting <laughs> about right. it so far is that when I went to Ello, there was nobody there. No, crickets. When I went to Peach, there was nobody there. But when I went to Mastodon for the first time, there was already a bunch of people there. Huh. Like, like I, I have a feed. There's already a thing, you know? Like, populated by by what? Yeah. Who's there? So, so wait a minute. I want to know. Why did you choose .social over .rocks? You don't have a choice. I mean, when I went to sign up, there was no choice. Well, that sounds dumb. So I, I got in. I mean, Dot Social was the first one, and I think once it got too big, then they forked off another one. 
I don't really get it. I don't really know. But um, I'm in I'm in the first one, so that makes me like a, a founder or something. I probably get a free hard drive or something in the mail. You're probably getting a hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> Mastodon's gonna send me something cool. Well, there you go. At the time, you you had asked, hey, good. We had heard it at least three times already. So part of our derision, and, and you did make a mastodon being an extinct uh, mammal thing at that, a joke at that time, too. So we really haven't changed it. I kind of like the yeah. idea that we can just roll a couple of minutes from a previous show and then just talk about right? that now. Boom. Like, like three that's, minutes that's done. It, right. Check it yeah. off. We already talked about it, and so honestly, Foreman, have you had you used Mastodon at all since you signed up for it in 2017? No. There you go. <laughs> no. So your experience has not changed in any way, shape, or form. No. It's interesting because a lot of talk right now, there's a, a, a bit of a Twitter migration, people are calling it right now, as Elon <laughs> continues his layoffs and tinkering and pay schemes and all that stuff. So Mastodon has had a million more users this week as people are giving it a second look. <laughs> and while we're all in the wait-and-see camp on Twitter, as we discussed last week, what do you think of, of Mastodon? Do you think it's a place that you could ever end up investing uh, more time than you do or checking out or signing up if you haven't? Uh, I don't know, man. Do you think it's just kind of like people are panicking right now and it's going to fizzle out know. again? You know, e e even if that dumbass does grenade the entire thing and they turn off the Twitter servers tomorrow... Right, he could just hit the power switch. Or, or, or because of him firing everybody, the servers just fail and nobody knows how to get it back. <laughs> even right. if it, even if it all goes away, I think I'm just done. Yeah, I just, I'm, I, it's over. I think I'm just out. Like it, 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 it occurred to me the other day that like if Twitter went away, I would never have to hear anyone's opinion about Sonic the Goddang Hedgehog <laughs> ever again. <laughs> ever again. It would never come up in my life. In my day-to-day -day life, it would never happen. No one would ever talk to me about Sonic. No, well, they definitely don't sign up for the uh, Mastodon.Sonic server. That yeah, is like, not I, for I, you. It, and, and really, you can insert you know any stupid pop cultural anything in there. It's just funny to dunk on Sonic. But no, it's there, there's a lot of things like I would just never hear about again if, if Twitter went away and I just went back to my life. <laughs> yeah, I I have thought about it over you know over the years. Like, what if I just wasn't dumping time putting content into this machine constantly? <laughs> I would just figure out other things to do with those T minutes. Tony, I spent. you're probably in you're probably in the boat I'm in though, where you're creating media content and therefore need to advertise everywhere and everywhere. That's anywhere. the thing. I, I've been promoting my <laughs> podcast. Like we tweet these episodes out each week when they come up. Things you know that kind of stuff, but. I mean, other than other sound... than lacking any kind of uh, promotional <laughs> opportunities for for these shows, or having to at least find another way to reach people, um, you know, it, it has Twitter has served as a a social place for all of us for so long. As again, as we discussed last week. Oh, I'm not saying I wouldn't miss it. I'm not. I'm not saying I wouldn't uh, notice the lack of it and wonder what happened to all these people that I've talked with over the past decade. And sure, and sure. you know, both about stuff that we liked and you know, see, you know, getting to know people and seeing pictures of their pets and watching people go through just you know general life stuff, good and bad. I would absolutely miss it. I just I just don't know that I have it in me to go figure out a whole new one. 
to invest in a new thing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah it, you would just, just move so along. Just you you sound a lot like I did yesterday, trying to figure out how to set up a mastodon. Did you get, did you get it done? I did. I added you, Tony. Oh, sweet, cool. After I added you, you and Cat, whatever, toot you back. I yeah, I was gonna know. say to, tooting. Just, number one, that just sounds like somebody farted. Yeah, so I know. That's not right. And, and I've seen a lot of concerns from people talking about how mastodon works and how their privacy stuff works and how their direct messaging works and how it's, the yeah, instancing works that it's it's not really the same it's not the same thing but better which is what everybody wants no it's, no 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 it's no. a different thing that's going to have its own problems and right like already the increase in users is causing a lot of panic about their servers and if they can withstand an onslaught <laughs> of you folks it wasn't meant to necessarily be that so it will change out of necessity over time as people, if, you know, people continue to gravitate there. I spent a lot of time this week setting up a profile finally and, like, checking it out and trying to get into the rhythm of, like, what people do there. I wanted to kind of check it out and see what happens. And uh, finding other Twitter people who are showing up there now, too, and, you know, friending all those folks. Um, but then really digging in to figure out, like, how you have a conversation there. I'm told, okay, you're supposed to use hashtags. All right, you kind of aggregate your own feed. That's fine. It's based on what you like and reblog because that's a retweet thing and whatever else. And I have found that early on, a lot of people were very welcoming and friending you, and a lot of people will follow you right back right away. But I have hit a well when I try to post, or uh, I guess, you know, not a well, I've just hit kind of a, a crater, when I try to start a conversation where I hashtag about a topic. And I don't know if I'm in a wrong server or they're just not the right people there, but I'm trying to find like people to talk about something, you know, whatever it may be, a given subject, podcasting, history, yeah. something like that. And and you get crickets. And I've been on for what, like, you know, th four days. Mm -hmm. So it's, it is weird because I know there are people there, but I still can't quite crack the code of how you really get involved in conversations and find that community that is supposedly there and an amazing oasis. Yeah. It, 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 it also, some of it is how Mastodon works from a technical level. You know, on Twitter, you're hooked into a centralized server. Right. You sign up for a Twitter account. Your account is based on Twitter. Anybody that has a Twitter account can theoretically Super see you easy. you make your profile. It's private, like a private. console. Everybody knows Whereas how Whereas in Mastodon, it's more that you join a server, kind of like Discord. Ugh. And there are a lot of similarities I started to find between Discord and Mastodon as I kind of played around with it a little bit. And so you're part of this server that then is linked together with all these other servers. But each the server that you join, because with Mastodon, again, you're not setting up an account with Mastodon. You're setting it up with tech.social or uh, gaming this or sonic.friend.whatever. Yeah, no uh, mine's mine's mastodon.social, so I don't know who owns that or whatever. So but. I so, feel like that was one that I signed up for forever ago. I don't remember anymore, and I'm, I'm yeah. never... So, uh, it was, according to the clip we just yeah, played. Very good. <laughs> and, and, and so... But the problem is, it's like those servers can individually... Uh, back then, though, I you forget, didn't get forget, to choose, Foreman. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think, I don't no, think it was No, it was just hard. assigned to you. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. great. So now it's it's more like, and the problem is, is that you can decommission other servers so you don't get information from them. 
which can tend to be a problem because you could be like, hey, I want to maybe you want to talk politics and all of a sudden the server you're on starts blocking all these politics servers. Your information is basically going nowhere. Right. It's it's, it's caught in a void. And so now all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm trying to talk about like this and no one's answering. Or you want to talk about (laughs) Sonic because we know Foreman loves Sonic. (laughs) And. No, you know, all of a sudden, all these Sonic servers have been blocked or decommissioned from the server you joined, and so there maybe that's is what I should do. Of... I start my own and then just block everything, <laughs> block yeah, all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, my perfect aggregated feed. Yeah, just, just <laughs> so... blissful silence all day long. Ah, so nice. So it's here. it's. I think it's interesting Weird to see in that Twitter sense. folks show up and try to use it like Twitter. <laughs> when yeah, it's clearly and, and not meant to be that. And yeah. people just barge right in. And some of the folks who have been there for a long time are concerned because <laughs> it, it, it was meant to be a very different kind of oh, style. No. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, they, but they do use content warnings and stuff like that. And the folks who have been there for a long time are sensitive to that kind of thing. And uh, the newbies showing up are just posting their old Twitter jokes again. again. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No thanks. If I end up sticking there long term, I would want to figure out what is interesting and unique about that platform and use that for that. Yeah, Tony. I have not been able to crack that code yet, honestly. If you figure it out, let me know, I don't know, in a couple (laughs) years by maybe sending me a, a letter yeah, I just I was right. I'll send you a carrier pigeon. Send, I was just send me a letter that, like, and let me know how it's going, and then I'll, I'll reply back in some form, and you can tell everybody I'm all right. I guess neat. Foreman's alive. Um, <laughs> and I, I, yeah, it's I just just that... I, I was hoping to be able to find like here's the thing on Twitter. I have six thousand some followers, right? If I tweet about podcasts there, nobody cares either. <laughs> so yeah. it, it's no different to me and I'm hoping to find an interested group there because everybody's on Twitter they're all just interested in their own crap and they just you know they kind of buzz on by it and I'm trying to find an actual community and see if that's there or if it works and I don't know if it is or if I'm looking the wrong way but I hope so I hope there's somewhere out there that you can find like-minded people on certain topics and talk to them like Twitter has right like writing Twitter and stuff like that those people connect there so maybe it's there, and I'm just not looking in the right place. But I can see myself just, you know, checking it out for a while. If I find people there that are interesting and I make some connections, cool. And if I get bored, well, eh, Twitter's still there. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I did want to talk real quick. Kevin Conroy passed away, age of 66. We've had this discussion. Bad news. Yes. Awful. I guess, he, I guess he had been ill for a while, um, Yeah, I guess he, I didn't realize – I didn't know he had cancer. Like, I guess they said it was a very short battle with it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of tragic. Yep. He was very young. Um, yep, that you know, stinks. He, he, um, you know, he will be missed. The, uh, the voice of a generation. I make the joke on here constantly that he has always been my Batman and Foreman chides me for it. And now I actually have to come to the reality of there will have to be somebody else to voice right. Batman. Of necessity. <laughs> more Bats. And, more uh, Bats, man. It was Unfortunately, not the way you want it to happen, but no, awful. I was very sad when I heard that. My wife was mentioned it the other day, and I was like, "No, what?" And I was like, <laughs> "Man, I didn't know that they did a comic book with him uh, as well, where they talked about his trials and tribulations. Uh, you know, as being a gay actor, or voice actor, and coming up and from a Christian, very yeah. Cat, it was, it's uh, a nice Christian autobiographical religious. piece that was in this year's yeah, uh, DC I, I had no idea. anthology. Yep, yeah, it was very good. Yeah, and uh, you know, so I went. I, I was seeking it out to read it. Nice. 
recommendation. So, yeah, uh, I, I definitely was. I had a few episodes of uh, Justice <laughs> League Unlimited yesterday, kind of just reminiscing. So, and then lastly, I just want to bring it up as well. Did I don't know if either one of you have Netflix, but uh, they put no, the new I dumped game it after, the, out. after they uh, keep uh, letting uh, transphobic comics do uh, do I hilarious gotcha. specials for big money constantly. So I'm out. Okay. All right. Well, I did try the trivia verse thing, and I thought it was kind of neat. And I just how's that work? I didn't know if anybody else to try. Yeah, uh, I, I don't be- know about it. So it's basically pretty simple. Like I know they've been it, they've it been experimenting play- with these like dragons yes. lair type interactive things. Yes. So I was figuring it would be like so that. trivia. Trivia is kind of really perfect for the limited interaction you can have with a remote control theoretically. Because it's like, hey, here's a question. Here's two answers or four answers, depending on the type of question. Uh, and it's, it goes in three rounds. You get 60 seconds each round. The questions get harder. So the first round is kind of the, hey, you know, you should be able to get a fair amount of these. And it gets a little harder. It gets a little harder. But your score is kind of compared out there. You can you can play against other people if you want. You can play in the same house, one or two players. Is, um, is this like for people that don't have a phone or any or a video game or something? I, you know, it was so funny because I, mean, I we, saw we all it went through like, a couple of f- months where we all played like trivia yeah. crack, hot and heavy. Yes, yes. Like, and yes. that was like on your phone, and so now people are just doing it on Netflix now. Yes, mm. yes. So you can do this Delightful. on Netflix, and it, you know, it was, it was. I played a couple rounds of it. It's kind of neat. The questions are actually they they get to Jeopardy levels in the third round at times. So it's like I was, uh, yeah, I I liked it. It was fun. I don't know if it was something I'd go to all the time, but it was like, hey. See, you know, that's part of the problem. And now to get to yes. that, you have to go sit down to your TV, actively choose Netflix, actively find this thing. It's just not as easy to get to as a yes, stupid man. app on your phone that's that's one click away. It's a couple clicks deep to get to it. You know, you mentioned Trivia Crack, and the first thing that popped in my mind was Trivia HQ. With that, the, the live host, remember they do those games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You know, when yeah. you started talking, I started thinking uh, about uh, Buzz <laughs> on uh, PlayStation oh, yeah. when they did those oh, special yeah, controllers that, that yeah. had special. Uh, yes, those were awesome. Those that was. A... I yeah, I got a drawer that has that, those four. That was really nice. That was super cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Buzz. Here we are. Trivia. Trivia. Reminiscing. Uh, but anyways, it was. It, it is weird, but it was like there. <laughs> it's a big and I was reminiscing like, episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was so weird. Like, like I said, I saw this tr- and I thought it was like a TV show, and then I jump into it, and I'm like, oh, this is when they're interactive things. I mean, and I guess I, I not- appreciate them blurring the line of interactive entertainment, but I mean, this just sounds like a video game, right? This is, yeah. It, I mean, it, 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 like, like I, you said, I, I, it's not a TV show where the question is going to be the same the next time you play it. So it's yeah. programmed like a video game. <laughs> yeah. So, and it, you know, I played a few rounds, didn't see any duplicate questions. Granted, it's only three minutes for to play a game. and um, it, I, I didn't try it on the phone. I assume you could play it on your phone, theoretically, if you have the Netflix app on your phone. Maybe. I would hope. Um, so, yeah. I miss Buzz. That's a good one. How about we give away a game, though? And sadly, I don't think we have any trivia games. Let's give away Anomaly Warzone Earth on Steam 9NL80RH67QWT7TV. 
And here comes a bonus, gentle listener. Ooh. What, 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 The what? Anomaly Warzone Earth mobile campaign. Wow. You're getting the, awesome. you're getting this too. Here's Huge. the code for that. K-J-N-A-5-A-T-2-9-0-J-Y-J-Y-5 for wow. two Sweet Anomaly man. Warzone Earth I don't even have there. that one. I just have the base game. Wow. Be a step ahead so. of Joe Haygood. Enjoy. Very right. Cool. Can Cash you can yeah. you truly call yourself a Warzone Earth fan if you don't have the Warzone <laughs> Earth mobile if you campaign? Haven't enjoyed Maybe thoroughly not. the mobile mobile campaign. Yeah. <laughs> uh now we come to one last thing where everybody gets a chance to throw some love, throw some shade, just talk about something they want to talk about. Tony, what do you got? So I'm gonna bring up the indie world showcase that happened mm. recently on November 9th. Uh throwing some shade on the 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 awful jokey host banter as usual. Very it's tired so bad. of this format. It's just so bad. Um but the games themselves I continue to maintain that these Indie World showcases are just my favorite thing in the world because I want basically everything that pops up. They are just such wonderful, charming little games. Well, what was the big stuff that stood out for you? Because I was pretty lukewarm on this one. I, I was happy here. I, I liked uh, I liked the vibes of Little to the Left. Have mm, a Nice yes. Death, I think, looks like something mm, I would yeah. play. The kids were into most of it, too. Um, that Akka game, Once Upon a Jester, I'm curious about. Would wait for a sale on that one. <laughs> Um, but I think it looked cute. Dordogne with that kind of uh, painted look and that 3D space, I think is super cute. Remember that one? It was like the uh, the little girl or the the girl goes back in time to her childhood with her grandmother, and it's all watercolor. Yeah, I thought I loved the look for it. Um, you know, there there was just enough stuff there that stood out to me that I was happy the whole time. Everything always looks neat and different. Um, Desta, there's a weird. It seems like a, a therapy session dodgeball game exploration RPG. Like, what even is that? I don't even know. But I like the weirdness of it. Pepper Grinder looked fun. So there's just a bunch of stuff that they showed off that I thought stood out as interesting and colorful. And if I have a couple of gold coins sitting there and one of them pops up on sale, I'm going <laughs> to snap it up. <laughs> I was just happy that they uh, are uh, porting Inscription to Switch. Because inscri oh, cool. Inscription's yeah, yeah. super good, although I am not going to buy it a third time. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with my previous two installs. But yeah, it's really good if you haven't had the chance to uh, get to that yet. Uh, my son saw Oni and thought it had big yokai vibes, so he was excited. Mm. He's like, yep, okay, sure. <laughs> so we'll snap up a couple of those as they come out. But I'm always I'm always interested in these showcases. And uh, as disappointed as I am with the hosts, I'm always uh, quite <laughs> pleased with the selection of games. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I, enjoy I, it. I understand they have to like format these things so that six year olds can watch it, but whew. It's real bad. I, <laughs> I think we need to uh let let that team see some content that six year olds actually watch um and realize yeah. they can they can up their game a little bit there. <laughs> right. Watch yourself some bluey. Yeah. It's a sharp these days. <laughs> yeah, I don't Ooh. That uh, that yeah. cheesy pun stuff needs to be put to bed. Oh, super super tiresome. <laughs> Obviously <laughs> scripted, just just yucky, just yucky. Not a fan. And, and you know what? And they like they let that kitten Krista go, and and people you know, they they had like a whole fan base built up to the point where that kitten Krista that they're now trying to do their own thing under their own brand name. And like they could have been doing these indie showcases this whole sure time. Sure, could have. They they can ad lib and they can you know they can be 
the perky and genuine, yes, we're positive about this, uh, host. Perky and genuine, love, love, love. <laughs> so, Scripted, awkward, bad banter? Yeah. Bad, yeah. awful. Stop, Just play the trailers it. at that point. Yeah, it's right? not helping. Yeah. Awful. Joe, what about anyway. you, speaking of uh, of uh, indie, indie games? Right, yeah. <laughs> hey, good. Like, you got some bad. You play indie games. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who remembers Deadly Premonition? I do remember that. How did Deadly Premonition come back on your yes, radar? I saw this in the because notes and was I... very pleased to be able to hear this story. <laughs> so when Deadly Premonition came out, my wife liked the, the, the sound of the game. Sure. And she was intrigued by the terrible reviews it got <laughs> at the time. It was an Xbox 360 exclusive at the time, if I remember correctly. And so we bought a copy of it, and then it never got played. It's been oh. sitting in a drawer in the, oh, in the old wow. 360 game drawer for a while now. That's a, that's I just a looked pile this up. of shame, this, deep this, cut. This, this game came out in 2010. Yes. yes. My okay. God. All right. Yes. So this is great. So we've gone further back. I thought 2017 was old. No, no, no. Yeah, no. no. So he's he's, he's I, talking about a 2010 for, game. So I did not realize this was a backwards compatible game on the Xbox One and Series X. And so I popped the disc in. Sure enough, right. it was it installed, backwards compatible. It's ready to go. And then I was like, I should stream playing this. I've never played this game ever. Yeah, sure. All right. It would All be right. hilarious to play on stream. Yeah, nobody else is playing it. <laughs> oh, man. It is. To say this game is rough and weird, yeah. it's, it's it's something. And they made a sequel that's on the Switch. I mean, yeah, this game, yeah. This game yeah. is... Yeah, and I think the weirdness of it is intentional. It's, oh, it, it, I, um, it's not like it's, you know, weird in like a so this Saints guy, Row like, the First bad way no, where no, it was just buggy. You know, this is intentionally... It, 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 I think everything in this game is intentional. The music is like something you would hear in an elevator, and it's constantly playing in the background at certain points, and you're just like... Doo, 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 while you're investigating a murder and you're like, what is happening? What is going on? You're like, you start the game and you're like killing these people that that are, they look like zombies, but when you kill them, they're like, they're like saying thank you or release me or let me go. I'm like, what is happening? And then it's like, oh, it, it, oh this game is so weird. Like I literally spent 40 minutes searching for keychains that had the specific squirrel on them that this guy wanted so we could start a meeting in the game to say we're going to go to the corner and investigate what who killed this person and what happened and it's like why did i have to find these keys for 40 minutes <laughs> every time i bring them one well, I told you we're looking for a southern flying squirrel and this is actually a southern hemisphere chipmunk not even from the squirrel family, might I add. Look at how much different your life would be if, like, they actually made new good games for Xbox. <laughs> like, if you were getting, like, a God of War Ragnarok, like, <laughs> you'd thing... actually have something new to play. And so <laughs> the is, they like, don't. I ha... Wait, before... So now you're I, doing this. I have a PS5, and I didn't really care because I haven't even finished the other God of War yet. Right, so, well, I mean, yeah, right, right, exactly. But so... because there are no exclusive games for Xbox anymore... And it's, it's like, just, this is what you have to do. This was just a weird thing. And I was like, 
because I've been on this weird kick. Like, I never finished the original Condemned Criminal Origins, which was a launch game on the 360, and weirdly enough, did not ship with a thousand achievement points, only ships with 970. Why? I don't know, Sega. Please explain that so many years later. And yet, here I am playing it on my lunch breaks at work because I'm like, just, just amazing. I was like, I want to knock this off of my pile of shame. All well, of a sudden, we weren't recording like, this show in 2010, so we can't go back to a clip <laughs> about Deadly Premonition, unfortunately. But Oh, man, it, that is, oh, man, that guy swear he's real weird. He makes weird games. Like, this guy talks to, like, this person, and I'm trying to figure out, is he, like, psychotic? Because he puts his, his finger up to his ear like he's talking into an earpiece, <laughs> but there's no earpiece in his ear. And nobody questions, like, you talking to bro it's so weird they like sat and had breakfast at a table that's like a mile long him and this old lady in the hotel uh it's so weird i'm like only two hours in and i'm like what is happening this is so weird classics oh man <laughs> uh, <ugh. laughs> just, I, don't, I don't get you and it I just annoys Foreman to know like, he's just like oh, anything why? <laughs> Anything that is slightly to the left of Big Bang Theory is weird to you. It's just like I, I don't, I don't understand your no. Your, this your game is so weird. Like, and, and granted, I don't have what, like the, 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 how I don't have the pre-qualified background for it. Like everyone always talks about, oh, this is like if they made Twin Peaks into a game. And I've never <laughs> seen Twin Peaks. I'll be honest, never was in my wheelhouse. Never so watched. Then why, so then, why would you play this game? Because it's been sitting there, and I'm like, somebody <laughs> should play this game. We paid twenty dollars for it. Somebody should twenty dollars. Your your sunk cost fallacy is. Uh, uh, anyways, it, way it was paid just, for. I it. I had I did when I found out it was backwards. It was like fifty cent blend in the sand. I was like, this is backwards compatible now. I finished that one though already, so I just wanted to see if it actually worked. But anyways, Foreman, what do you got? <laughs> what else? About, what what fodder do you have that has to follow this now? Right. Uh, I'll bring up a couple of uh, Apple Arcade pickups. I have dunked on Apple Arcade before, uh, but I recently found out that it, it is provided as part of my uh, bloated uh, phone service plan. Mm -hmm. So I'm not actually paying for it. It's a, a perk that you know I'm paying for it in other ways. Right. With, that's uh, how that's how we started with Apple Arcade, and we just kept it because my daughter keeps playing. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, so because of that, I have uh, clicked through to some stuff that that uh, caught my eye. Well, uh, uh, one of which is Stitch, which just came out. That's real good. Um, it's yeah, it's like a a puzzle game about cross stitching, but there's no puzzle. It, it this this is the easiest thing in yeah. the world. This is just there is it's not difficult in the slightest. Uh. If there's you cannot get stuck, you cannot stop. <laughs> you just sit and do it, and you you are just enjoying the the kind of it's kind of like the 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 app version of uh, a paint by number or a uh, the the adult right. coloring book. It is where it you, is cozy <laughs> Sudoku. Yeah, you are not. There is. You don't have to think about it like in a uh, a Picross puzzle. You don't barely to... at all. If you know what the number four means, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but it is a really well done app. Like it's really smooth and polished. Yeah, it's like really it, it's, nice looking. Yeah, yeah. So I have put in. Uh, I've done a lot of cross stitching in that. Now. That's fun. Um, and uh, the other one that I found was Card of Darkness, which I don't believe is new, but it. it caught my eye because it's a uh, card-based puzzle game and uh it features artwork from uh, pendleton ward the uh 
Adventure Time creator. Mm. So it's got it's got that entire vibe. Um, but yeah, it's it's a uh, brutally difficult at times because it is heavily randomized. But uh, it's you just have these grids of cards that you have to tap on, and like if you tap on a sword, then you get a sword that you can then you know mathematically use to attack the card that has an enemy on it and you're just just you just keep tapping through these cards until you complete a uh path to the top of the screen um but it's been it's been pretty good and it's been really challenging um on some of these upper levels that i've gotten to which i've enjoyed um but like i said because it's so randomized you feel like you get screwed because at some points because the only thing that shows up is a ton of enemies and there's no way that you could possibly live through their attacks. So, whoop, that level's over. Start over. Um, but uh, been liking that anyway. Card of Darkness and Stitch. One hard, one not. Balance. Balance is key. Balance in my life. <laughs> and that will do it for episode 466. Time flies, man. Yeah. Like three years since the last time we talked about Mastodon. <laughs> Uh, until next time, we're out of here. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening. Say hi at rest.tv slash discord. Follow you like the worst stuff on Facebook or find us on Twitter at the worst podcast. You can support the show at patreon.com slash worst stuff. And thank you if you do. Music provided by Eric Matias of soundimage.org. Until next time, game over. Squirrel keychains from 2010. You like the worst stuff.